Welcome to Monroe Must Hangs. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy holidays. Hope everyone stayed safe and had a great new year. Welcome to a new episode of Monroe Must Hangs. I am your host, David Spiegel. And with me this week, finally, after weeks and weeks of planning this and trying to get it scheduled, please welcome the Director of Athletics for the Monroe Express, Alaire Primiano. Hello, 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 everyone. Um, thank you, David, for having me. And happy and healthy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone had a great holiday. And I wish everyone a very happy and healthy new year ahead. Hopefully we're looking forward to a great one, a better one than the last year, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so of course I want to talk to you today because you are the director of athletics for the Monroe Express, you know, the second athletic department to come into play at Monroe College after, you know, long history with Monroe Mustangs in New Rochelle. The Bronx campus gets its athletic department in 2017. And my story with this goes that as I was being hired at Monroe in the summer of 2017, during the interview process, I was handed a brochure that said Monroe Express. And I didn't really know what it was. And I read through it. I saw, you know, Bronx campus. Here's all the sports we're trying to start with. And this is our second athletic department and you're going to have to help with it. I was like, oh, all right, great. Um, that sounds good to me. You know, everything, you know, more sports is always a good thing. And when I started, you know, of course, when I first started Monroe, the first people I meet are Lou Melendez, Jessica Rayford. And at that point, after learning about the Monroe Express, I come on board, I get to meet you. And I find out you're going to be in charge of the Monroe Express. And I want to start a little bit before that, because obviously you were involved in the planning of the Express well before I got on board. So when was it that the talks first started? And then when did you first get involved with the Monroe Express? Yes, so it's been quite a journey. Um, the, the talks really began in the summer of 2016. And I, you know, first and foremost, I, I, I do wanna share that it was such a, an incredible opportunity. I don't think I could put it into words, the type of opportunity it, it was, has been, currently is. And um, Luis Melendez, um, of course, our director of athletics for the Mustangs and assistant vice president for athletics, he initially at the time had this had this idea and this vision. And it was really just my job to carry out the vision that Lou had for the Bronx campus. And um, the Bronx campus actually housed athletics for, for years. And, you know, although I don't know the exact amount of years, I know that they had a tremendous amount of success. And, you know, of course, I know that you can allude to that, but I, I do think that um, the success that they had had and they brought it to the to New Rochelle campus to bring it back to the Bronx was such a valuable opportunity for the uh, five boroughs for New York City for the Bronx campus. And it kind of revived um, that traditional graduate population, which are those high school graduates. So it, it was such a great opportunity to provide those opportunities. Um, but as I, as I mentioned initially, I believe it was around the summer of 2016. And um, I remember we were actually preparing compliance for the Mustangs. Um, and it was Dor with Dory Pearson at the time, our compliance coordinator. And I, I was assisting her throughout the process because at the time I was part of athletic admission. So I was the one that was gathering all these official documents, diplomas and, and such. And I was in the office and I remember Lou mentioning to me, he was like, you know, you, you, you better become more and more familiar with this because I'm going to, you're going to, I'm going to send you to the Bronx campus. And I, at the time was like, you know, I was almost, I was obviously astonished, but at the same time, I was like, 
oh my God, like what a great opportunity would that be to head compliance on the Bronx campus? Like what? This is unbelievable. And at the time I had just, I was actually in the application process to, um, at Manhattanville College, at Manhattanville College to earn my master's in, in sport business management. So I was like, oh my gosh, hand in hand, like this is an unbelievable opportunity. So, um, you know, the, you know, just everything kind of unraveled from there, I have to say, but as we entered the fall 2016 semester, um, I at first, you know, couldn't, I actually couldn't, I guess, um, you know, imagine the opportunity as such until I was placed down in the Bronx. And throughout the fall semester in 2016, of course, Lou also being the head baseball coach, we would find these pockets of time to talk about what the vision was and how exactly I had to carry it out. Um, and I think that's what I, I really took the most passion in, how I was going to carry out this vision that not only Lou had, but you know, Jessica had for sports medicine and our senior administration, who is so unbelievably supportive and um, in that area. And when we approached, I think it was October 2016, we had our first meeting with our external facility and it was Roberto Clemente State Park. And I'll never forget reaching out to them and introducing myself and really kind of just discussing what, um, who we were and sharing who we were as the Mustangs in Monroe College and sharing what our vision was for the Express. And every single time I reflect to our first meeting with Roberto Clemente State Park and just the, the relationships that I developed with everyone and not only myself, our, our staff, our teams, our student athlete, you know, Paul, our facilities manager, um, you know, you name it, we've all developed such a close relationship and to see how far it's come and how much they've actually contributed to our success, just to always be there and accommodate us and assist us. It's really been remarkable. Um, so that was the fall and really preparing on, on what it looked like. Um, so then it was, it was actually still the fall. I met our first head coach, our first candidate for our head coach. Um, and that was Georgie Manzola, our head soccer coach. And we, Monroe College, as you know, we take a lot of pride in our product and who we, um, you know, how we develop a student athlete. And Georgie, being an alumni, he had the vision. He knew exactly what he wanted. You know, Marcus, the head men's soccer coach on the New Rochelle campus, he he takes a lot of uh, pride in his program and the student athletes that you know come out of it. And Georgie was um, identified as a great leader for the men's and women's soccer program at the time. So he was leading both um, in our vision. And I met him in the fall. He was the first uh, head coach that I met. And as we approached Christmas time and the holidays, um, everyone had really been like, oh, yeah, like, it's great. You know, you're, you're going to head down to the Bronx campus and, you know, you're going to start the Bronx campus. And then we had... Uh, the start of the semester uh, meeting, which was in winter 2017. And that following Monday, which I believe was the ninth, you know, that week prior, you know, Lou, I remember we were at the start of the semester breakfast. He was like, hey, you know what? Alaire needs an office for next week. And I just went down to the Bronx and I was in this office um, one office myself, and I was surrounded by the entire admissions team. And it was awesome because I obviously was acclimating myself to the Bronx campus, coming from the New Rochelle campus for the past, 
uh, five years, four years at the time. And I now it's crazy to think back that I've now been on the Bronx campus for four years, but I just, when I look back to how I started in the Bronx, I remember just thinking to myself like, wow, I need to go to each and every office and introduce myself. No one really knows me. Um, they know me as the admissions advisor, former so assistant softball coach from the Mustangs and being the, the former Mustangs assistant softball coach and the former Mustangs athletic admissions advisor certainly carried its weight and which was an opportunity within itself that I even had that to really start from the bottom um, and really build that foundation for myself. I, I, I you know, like I said, the, the opportunity is incredible. I, I really, um, to, to start that in January and be surrounded by everyone in the Bronx campus, everyone, you know, pitched in and acclimating me to the Bronx and sharing, you know, we're one college and, you know, we all do things a very similar and the same way, but it was also a different, it was, everything was very different to me. It was almost as if I was starting in a new company, but it was the same. So it was a, a very odd um, experience, but again, uh, just an incredible one and, and words really can't put it, uh, you know, words really can express it. So as we, as you know, you mentioned, David, um, we were, I think it was July you started? Yeah, July yep. 2017. Yeah, so July 2017, you started with us and, you know, throughout the, that entire time between January and July, it was really just figuring out how we were going to, um, have the opportunity to be successful and how we were going to basically put everything in the right place to be successful. And while we were hiring coaches and you came on board, it's almost as if I had, I had such great assistance in every area because I had, you know, Lou obviously again, had the vision I was carrying out, carrying out the vision that he had and he was leading. And then I had Jessica um, heading Jessica Rayford, our um, associate director of athletics and director of sports medicine, who was also the director of sports medicine with the Monroe Express leading the sports medicine area. And then I had yourself in an area that was leading sports and information, but that area was so important, as you know, we're trying to build who we are. We're trying to um, really get ourselves out there so everyone knows who we are. Um, Throughout that time, I was really running the one-man show in admissions, so reaching out to athletic directors in high schools and going to high schools like careers in sports and, you know, A. Phil Brandoff, so many. You built that vision for the, the Instagram and, and who we were. And then um, we had Francis, who was leading that facilities area and would come down and assist us with, you know, making sure that everything was set for um you know, the, uh, the athletic training check-ins and making sure that we had everything set for game days. I mean, we were truly a team throughout the entire first semester, first year of the Monroe Express. And, you know, you identified Ari then who came in and had a tremendous impact, got really built that foundation with you. And I know how much, how, how closely you and Ari worked together and, you know, obviously Ari and I worked closely together and we still keep in contact to this day, but Ari had such an unbelievable impact in an area that again was so important. And, you know, as you mentioned initially, this is, this is where you start, you know, the day one of you coming down, I remember to our staff meeting and um, meeting the coaches at the, it was like, kind of like, 
here, David, here's your brochure. We're the Mustangs previously, just so you know, we were the stampede. We were, I mean, you name it. They had, we had various mascots before that. Um, but the express certainly was, um, it was Lou's idea. He was like up below the four train, Roberto Clemente State Park is right next to the Metro North. We are going to be the express. And of course it fits so unbelievably well for who we are. Um, but again, back to your point of, you know, you coming down and really starting off the Instagram, the social media pages, the Twitters, the, you know, building our presence on the social media platforms and don't forget the website. <laughs> yeah. I remember just jumping in and kind of not even realizing how much I would have to do with both campuses at the same time. Again, luckily Ari came on board. I want to say end of September, early October, and he kind of saved me there. Um, so he was actually one of our earlier guests on this show uh, when, the, when I first started this. So um, everyone can go back and listen to, I think, episode three to hear his story with us. But um, still talk to him basically every day at this point. But yeah, I mean, I, you reminded me too. I didn't even remember that first meeting of coming down to the Bronx, um, just that like going into a conference room with you and all the coaches there and meeting a whole new batch of people after I just met a whole new batch of people. So, you know, that was, those were, those were, not trying times, but you know, very, it was very exciting, but a little bit overwhelming too. But obviously, you know, that first year I would say went pretty well. And we'll of course get into that first year. And there was plenty that you said that we could follow up on. I might have to quiz you on all the Bronx high schools that you know at some point, <laughs> but I wanna, I wanna start before that too, because the part that's missing here is, you know, how, how did they decide that you were really the person to do this? And, and I think a lot that goes into that is how you got to Monroe in the first place and then built yourself up. So tell us that story if you, if you can, please. Yeah, absolutely. So again, I, every opportunity that I've had at Monroe has been incredible. And, you know, for one, I, I, I find professional growth and personal growth to be so important. And um, again, just my entire journey at Monroe has been so valuable. And I, for everyone at, you know, senior administration and Lou to believe in me as much as they have, it's, Again, it's just um, such an incredible opportunity. But um, to rewind back to how I started. So I started, I, I had an interview um, in August 2012. And the way that this came about was I played softball at Fairleigh Dickinson University in Teaneck, New Jersey. I went on my recruiting visit in the summer of 2008. And I met who was my, at the time, my graduate assistant coach, Carrie Meyer. And Carrie, you know, while of course, all of my coaches throughout my entire, you know, softball career and athletic career have had such an impact on me, the impact that Carrie had on me the first day that I went on my official visit at FDU um, was one that I'll always remember. And to this day, we remain so close but um, having that relationship with her, she was in her second year of being a graduate assistant at FDU, and she had such an impact on me, you know, throughout my career, my, my freshman year at least. Um, and, you know, we stayed in touch after that. So, you know, and again, the point of networking and just maintaining relationships is, is so important. And when I graduated FDU in, in May 2012, she recently, I believe, I want to say it was, um, maybe it was June, she, or June and July, she was hired as the head softball coach for the Monroe Mustangs. And she 
was sharing that, you know, she really enjoyed the experience and, you know, Luis Melendez identified her as a candidate and brought her on board. And she was like, hey, you know, I'm soon enough going to be interviewing for assistant softball coaches. So why don't you come on in? And, uh, you know, I'd really like the opportunity to interview you, send me your resume, cover letter. Like, I, I want to make sure you're getting the experience that you need to. And I think that alone was so valuable to me because, you know, although, you know, I was coaching travel ball teams and 12U, 16U, 18U, gold, all that good stuff with um, the Magic Huskies throughout the, the tri-state area. Um, I really valued the way that Carrie approached me because it was, hey, like you're going to be entering this professional world and you have to be as prepared as possible. So submitted everything and I go in for my interview and I meet with Carrie. Um, shortly after probably about an hour or so she brings Louis Melendez in and Lou comes in and of course Louis Melendez at the time and now it's Lou but Lou comes in I remember him sitting down in the, in the radiator in the office it was in 145 and we have such a great interview and you know he's very personable extremely personable and he made me feel um, so welcome and he you know definitely shared the areas that I would be contributing to. And my vision was always wanting to start from the ground up because I, I wanted to know what it was like to be an assistant coach at the college level, hopefully one day a head coach, um, even though my, and I'll explain how my career kind of took a turn, but um, to be an assistant coach, that was the most valuable thing to me, being able to get that experience as an assistant coach, understanding all the components, important components of athletics and the student athlete, how you impact the student athlete. So as we um, interviewed and shortly after, I think it was a week after she called me and she congratulated me that I, I received the job. It was unbelievable. I mean, I was a recent grad. I was three year, three months from graduating college. And to have that experience at, at the time in division two um, softball JUCO, it was unbelievable. So as we with that process and I came on board. Um, I mean, the, the experience that I have with Carrie was one that I'll always remember, um, really attributed to every area of success. But shortly after my month there at the college, um, it was, I believe it was the end of September, middle of September, Lou and Carrie had called me and they said, hey, hey, we need some assistance with volleyball. And I was like, assistant volleyball as in like assistant coach. I was like, absolutely. Like sign me up. Mind you, I hadn't played volleyball since probably eighth grade of, you know, grade school, which was fine because again, it can't, all came back to the experience and to work alongside Neftali Delgado Reyes, who has, you know, his success speaks for himself um, on and off the court. It was again, another valuable opportunity that I could not pass up. And I, I believe that they were going to Florida the next day. And I was like, yeah, like I'll, I'll go, I, I'll, I'll get used. I'll, I'll acclimate myself to the team. I, I think it's all about acclimating yourself, no matter where you are and, and where you go in life. So to have that opportunity and, and come on board with the volleyball team um, within the few weeks that I had been at Monroe, it was, it was an, um, again, words really can't express how much I appreciate every opportunity to lead me to where I am today at Monroe, but um, working alongside Neftali Carey throughout that first year, um, I then 
shortly after, I think it was November 2013, I was identified as, as an individual that could assist in the admissions department. And I worked really close with the athletes there. Shortly after that, I had, um, I, I was again, um, I guess you could say appointed the athletic admissions advisor. So I worked really closely with Emerson Phillips, then Lisa Skorka and Ingrid Melendez. And, you know, we all worked so closely together as a team to build athletics. And, you know, again, most importantly, it's, it's growth and building its athletics, but it's again, going back to the most important component, which is impacting the student athletes lives and working so closely with the coaches again, also um, attributed to the values that I hold so close to me today because I worked so closely with Terry, Neptali, Carrie, of course, Marcus, uh, Jeff. I worked closely with them to making sure that and making sure that their student athletes were admitted properly. Um, and you know, at Monroe College, you start with the athletic admissions process. You're, you're assigned an admissions advisor throughout the athletic financial aid process, throughout the athletic academic advisor process. So it all came to fruition um, throughout those first four years at Monroe. And then again, getting back to, you know, your initial note of, of being appointed and kind of, you know, sent down to the Bronx to assist Lou in leading the Monroe Express just, uh, you know, words truly can't explain it. Monroe Mustangs is sponsored by the Monroe Mustang Sideline Store, powered by our apparel partners at BSN Sports. Whether you're looking for t-shirts, hats, jackets, or accessories, the Monroe Mustang Sideline Store has it all. Gear up with the new Monroe Mustangs logo and make it your own with hundreds of customizable options, including sports-specific designs. For the month of January, you could take 20% off all orders of $85 or more by using the promo code JAN21. That's J-A-N-2-1. Visit MonroeCollegeMustangs.com slash shop to look your best as you cheer on the Mustangs. It just goes to show that we really do take care of our own at Monroe. You know, if you, uh, if you work hard enough, you keep earning, you know, you keep proving your worth to the college. They, you know, they always reward you. So it's something I noticed in my first three and a half, four years here as well, is that that's, that's the approach that the college takes. And it's very admirable because they want to keep people around. So, you know, they do right by you. Um, of course, you know, in my experiences with you, uh, you know, plain and simple, you've been one of the hardest working people I know. Uh, it's hard to even get you on the phone because you're always so working so hard. Hard to schedule an interview for Monroe Mustangs because you're always working so hard. So, um, you know, it, obviously, um, you know, it's something that I, I know for a fact you've earned. You probably worked a lot harder than you even just spoke about to earn that spot and obviously impress Lou and Jess and Mr. Jimin and President Jerome and all of them to, you know, have them be confident in you to take on this role. And uh, yeah, exactly that. And I think, you know, just to that point, um, it really comes down to the support. Um, and, you know, without the support of Lou and Jess and, you know, um, really just carrying out Lou's vision and, you know, for Lou to believe in me and President Jerome and Mr. Dimond, the support that Mr. Dimond supports, you know, has provided for the athletic department and President Jerome and Chairman Jerome in the past, um, you know, 10 years for the growth of the Mustangs and the Express entering our fourth year, I think it, it goes without said, it's, it's been remarkable. And I, again, we wouldn't be here today and without the 
continued support that's given to you on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, of course, like many schools, you know, we, we may, um, you know, you, you provide that justification as to why it's so important to, again, it comes back to providing and impacting that student athletes lives. So getting back to what you said, the support is incredible. It really is. And we continue to see that support because, you know, I, I was basically briefed on the, the goal of the express when I first got on board that it was going to start small and, you know, eventually want it to be as big as the Mustangs really. And so far we've, we've seen that, you know, it started off with six sports. It was men's and women's soccer, women's volleyball, men's and women's basketball and baseball, of course. And then as we go on, you know, we're adding softball the second year, we add cross country this coming year, we were supposed to add track and field. We have JV teams all across the board. You know, the, the growth is obviously there, but you know, that first year, like I said, we had six sports, you know, kept it pretty simple. The fall was busy. Winter was a little bit less busy. And then the spring was just baseball. So it was a little bit easier for everyone at that point, you know, in terms of administration, at least. Um, but what was that, that first year experience like for you? Just kind of coming, bringing it along slowly. I know from my end, you know, we had a website that didn't get going until about October. So things kind of ramped up at that point. And we, you know, we had the teams obviously going, they were traveling. A lot of them were playing in New Rochelle and, you know, we see the men's soccer team had surprising success right off the jump. Um, basketball teams were competitive and, you know, it kind of, you know, it led to what we have today, which is all of our sports being competitive, but um, just from your perspective, how did that first year go and what were kind of the experiences you took away from that to help us get to where we are now? Yeah. So the first year, uh, when I think back to the first year, I really note the, um, the opportunity for not only the student athletes, because of course that's the most important thing offering that opportunity in the inner city, um, in those five boroughs and really establishing who we are, but the opportunity also came along with job opportunities for coaches and staff and assistant coaches, you know, whether it's getting your foot in the door and you're doing it on a part-time basis and understand, really understand what it takes to be a coach at the collegiate level, or it's a staff member that understands, Hey, we're building from the ground up. Like let's throw ourselves in and let's figure this out together. I'm as, as you know, I, I'm really big and on stressing the team aspect of things. I, I think it's, it's just so important to understand that we're a team. Like, yes, there's leadership and, and yes, there are so many different areas that contribute to a successful athletic department. But most importantly, it was, you know, through the months of March when our first head coaches were appointed and, and hired to August, um, that whole entire window of, it was five months of really just like rearing up and figuring out what we were going to do, how we were going to do it. And I think the, the great experiences of course come from the job opportunities and the student athlete opportunities and impacting that student athlete that's coming aboard. Literally, um, you are in a place where you're kind of rearing up for an experience that is so unique, you know, not having any of our own facilities at the time. Um, we had, cubes as offices, uh, a cube is an athletic training room. Um, we had a few like weight room. Um, we had a, like a, a, I would say like maybe a space of like 600 square feet for a weight room and we made it work. We, we certainly did. Um, I always stressed the perseverance and 
the um, understanding that you're going to have to overcome difficulties. Um, you're, it's about adversity, facing adversity, overcoming it. And we were entering a year, again, that had to do with all external facilities. It was about developing relationships in our local community. Roberto Clemente played such a large part, and it still does to this day, plays such a large part in, every, a large part in everything that we do. And we also had, um, you know, games where, and this goes back to our region being, you know, so accommodating and understanding and supportive. So our first year, we didn't have that many home games because for our outdoor sports, it was Roberto Clemente for baseball and everything else. It was like, let's figure out who we're going to use, you know, for our home and things of that nature. So for City Park and New Rochelle, they were a great partner to us um, and accommodating us. But some days it was, you know, let's call our local region uh, opponent that, you know, we don't have a field for today. Can you support us in hosting that game? And I think that everyone was, you know, within our region was so supportive of us bringing the Monroe Express aboard because of the success of the Mustangs and the um, just they, they knew that the Mustangs were operating so well under the leadership of Lou, that they knew that the Express was going to replicate that and mirror that, and they wanted to accommodate us. So while we had our challenges with facilities and such, I have the mentality and I ensure that everybody that comes on board has this mentality. Where there's a will, there's a way. And where you have that will, you will find the way. And although it may not be to um, you know, the best scenario, of maybe it takes a bus or two and a few van trips. We're going to find a way to make it happen. And you know, to getting into um, the practice and competition, I'll never forget day one um, heading into. It was our men's soccer practice at Harris Park in the Bronx, and I remember going, and I was, it was like I it was like the first day of Christmas for us, heading into a, a practice that we didn't know what to expect. You know, we had developed such strong relationships with all these incoming student athletes, but, you know, and, and Georgie was speaking so highly of their talent level and, and who they were, but we had only known them as student athletes and we didn't know them from their fall season. We only knew them throughout the summer. Um, and to this day, I, I keep in contact with so many of those student athletes that started with us. Um, they made history with us. That was history was being made as of, you know, January 9th or, you know, even when the uh, the vision came about from Lou, but um, entering into that September was an experience again that words just can't express. We had competition. Um, we were competitive out the gate with men's soccer, um, still are to this day. And we entered a, a basketball season with much success and then a baseball season. Um, and we continuously grew throughout that year. And our coaches knew the vision that we had and the mission that we had. And they carried that out with bringing in, you know, higher level recruits the next year. And with that talent, it just continuously built. And again, challenges came and yeah, of course they came, you know, any that's to be expected in starting an athletic department from scratch. But I think without the support of administration and, you know, even Jessica leading that sports medicine department and making sure that our athletic trainer at the time was, you know, leading accordingly and um, yourself guiding Ari through what the Mustangs, what the Express were, but you were also learning just what the Mustangs were. 
it was such uh, an experience for everyone. And we all put it, we put it all together. And when I look back at that first year, I, it, I really can't put it into words. I feel like I'm at a loss for words because the experience and all was just um, for everyone involved. And I think the student athletes took pride in the fact that they were they were creating history. And although we were ineligible for postseason the first year, they knew that they wanted that success in academics. And we had Alan Jenkins on board with us immediately. And he's now our director of academic services for the, uh, for the student athletes. And he took the lead with academics, making sure that they were set. And we all contributed to the areas, hey, if we can't have success in postseason, let's have success in the classroom. And I think that that value really drew um, just everyone to really hone in on the most important components. And that's exactly how we got started in the right direction. Yeah, I could say when I think back at the first year too, and, you know, I wasn't always a hundred percent involved, you know, that's what, you know, Ari took a big lead on that. And that's why eventually he was, you know, promoted to the sports information director for the express. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's the same thing, like you said, you know, there was obviously, you know, there wasn't a focus on postseason play and a lot of the athletes knew that and they wanted to leave their own kind of legacy for that first year. And, you know, I, I remember just um, seeing a lot of great attitudes. I remember those first couple of soccer games as the first sports that we had played and, um, and just being there and, you know, seeing like how prepared a lot of the athletes were, you know, just not having their own facilities, kind of jumping around all the time, having to play on the road. And I just remember, uh, I remember them being, you know, just ready to go and being ready to compete from day one. And, um, you know, just having, not trying to compare themselves to the Mustangs because it exactly. wasn't ever meant to be compared to the Mustangs, you know, the way our, our side of things, the administration, of course, we can compare it, but when it came <laughs> to the athletes, you know, we knew that this was a, you know, from top to bottom was a division three program for every sport and the Mustangs being division one and having scholarships and, you know, every, everything that goes along with that, you know, it was never meant to be compared. And I, I think, you know, everyone knew what they were there for. They were making history every single day, like you said. And I, I remember that one just, you know, it, it was a very, um, it was a very rewarding and fulfilling year because everyone played their part. And obviously it led to year two and year three and year four. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say exactly. it went pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, um, again, building that presence with social media was really big. I'll never forget, you know, yourself and David, uh, yourself and Ari making the first graphics. And to me, I was, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is really coming to life and to get it out there. And then Ari taking such a strong lead and being so innovative with ideas. I mean, his ideas and, and just getting things out there and, and knowing that the coaches can rely on him, even if they had an idea and he basically, you know, get it out there and really put the ideas into a graphic or, you know, whatever vision it was that was shared with him. So our presence in social media, um, on the social media platforms, the website, the stories, um, the stories going up immediately and, and the coaches being so prideful and sharing them, mm-hmm. the student athletes sharing posts. I mean, you know, like you reposting things, these student athletes reposting things where, you know, they didn't know that there was a championship. They knew that there wasn't a championship at the end of the season, but they still took, took so much pride in the mission that we provided them and the, the mission that um, they knew 
um, exactly what they were there for, as you mentioned. And they didn't allow the fact that, you know, that big trophy at the end of the season, you know, wasn't there. They just took it as, hey, like we're building this foundation and we're going to do it with so much pride. We're building the express and they still look back to themselves and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, when they come and visit, they're like, oh my gosh, you have this now, or, you know, oh my gosh, like now you have a big weight room. Look at this athletic training room. And now you have uh, the mints, which I'm sure we'll get to, but um, it's just unraveled. And again, they, they, they received such an experience that year. Um, and that was our, our goal. We want, the objective was for them to get an experience that made them feel as though that they were creating that foundation and taking pride in that, but also instilling those intangible values um, that are so important to being a successful student athlete. Yeah. And I remember too, just like you mentioned, it was the first graphics that we made and knowing that we didn't have a website for the first couple of months of these programs, you know, we were almost done with the fall season before we had it, before we had the first anything on the website. So our social media was the way of telling the story. And I remember even pushing on the Mustangs pages. We had to make sure that people knew that the express pages existed, that they were different, that they were their own thing. And uh, I remember that, like, that was how we were telling the stories. And I remember athletes coming up to us all the time saying like, Hey, can I get on the next one? You know, I want to be on the next one. And I mean, that happens, it happens everywhere. I get it with the Mustangs all the time still to this day too, but I just remember the express athletes being so excited and trying to make an effort that like to get more photos of them and, and make sure that more of them were getting on these graphics because they were so excited because, you know, they knew, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were building. So it was very, very, a very exciting time, you know, and um, obviously I think no one was more excited than you just knowing that that was basically your baby the whole, the whole way through. Yeah. I mean, again, my excitement was like through the roof and, um, I was in the back of my mind, I was always thinking like, am I carrying out Lou's vision and the college's vision in, you know, appropriately and in, in, the, in the right manner? Um, am I, I always, cause you know, we're athletes. We always want to be the best version of ourselves, but we always want to do the best that we can. So I was always making sure that I was keeping myself on task, reflecting on, on what we've done so far. I have to say it went hand in hand in earning my graduate degree, um, my master's degree, because I was learning so much at the time from, you know, the athletic director at Fairfield University. I own a college. I had so many mentors um, in addition to Lou at the time that I was able to kind of, you know, take what I'm learning in the classroom at night and being able to apply it to my, my position the next day. And to have that experience along with that um, and the excitement that just came from who we were and who we were becoming, it was unbelievable. And I, I, always, I always reflect on, you know, how we all felt and the team that we were, you know, coaching staff, support staff, we were, we were a team. And that's really what it came down to. We made it work, you know, site supervising, we made it work. Um, we shortly had Paul come in um, in year two and we really built that team around the excitement of who we were becoming. And I'll always remember like, it's the, the student athletes smiles, like seeing their smiles, you know, game day and seeing the next day of, you know, just them showing that graphic around school. And I'll never forget the day that we first got like all of our gear 
and them walking around and being so proud of the gear that they were wearing throughout campus and even some of the administrators and professors saying, oh, like the Express, like that's great, that's awesome. I have a soccer player in my class, I have this. So it was, it was so great to see everything come together. And again, it was what was really most important is that the student athletes were having a good experience. We were impacting them and that the coaches were, you know, while getting the experience, they were impacting the student athletes lives and doing what they do best, mentoring, um, providing that, that, that guidance for academics, coaching, um, you name it. It was, it was really just a team, a team putting in the work to get to where we are today. Hey everyone. It was at this point that Alaire and I realized just how much more we had to talk about. So we decided to make this a two-part episode. Make sure you check back next week for the second half of my interview with Alaire Premiano. In the meantime, check out all of our previous episodes on YouTube at youtube.com slash Monroe Mustangs. On IGTV at Monroe Mustangs on Instagram. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Thanks for hanging with us this week. We'll see you next time.